Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, I'm the loud one. I'm Jesse, I'm the short one. And if you can't tell, Ramsey really strained to get that right this week. I fuck it up every other time. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are not getting the first cuts of that intro. No, not one time ever. Uh, So as you already know from the title this week, Variety Hour. One of these times we're going to switch it up on you. Give you an in the lab (laughs) with the title, Variety Hour, uh, from the ground up. You're never going to see it coming. The question is, would they stop listening? We have metrics that can that can prove that, but we don't look at those because we don't know how many people listen to our podcast. Well, we do. We just don't want to look at it. Yeah, I, I make it a... Because it just got to such a high number that it boosts my ego too much, and then I just I become unbearable. As soon as I, I got the ping in my Gmail that Jesus Christ listened to my podcast, mm-hmm. I was like... And Kanye, hey. too. Yeah, Kanye... Kind of listen to the pod. Actually, his last music video was directed by me. That's why it was even more incoherent. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, as everybody knows, Variety Hour, we each got five topics to talk about in uh, politics, music, television, pop culture, and a random one that we have decided is worth speaking about this month. So, uh, what do you want to start off with? I want to start off with television. You want to start off with television? Yes. Okay. Then you go first. Good, because I have I have a little rhyme and reason that I didn't realize. Ah. Uh, so I want to talk about two shows that are out that are fucking weird as shit. Uh, the Wa- Watchmen, number one. I know you've seen neither of these shows, so it's going to be fun. But That's I'm, fair, but he, this man has been pushing me for yeah. the past two weeks to start Watchmen. Here's the deal. These two shows are adaptations, and I think... We Still should haven't start. said the second show. Oh, Ma- Mandalorian, Star mm-hmm. Wars show. Everyone knew uh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably talk way more about Watch- Watchmen. Uh, so Mandalorian is an adaptation of Star Wars, and it's the first time Star Wars made something that was not having to do with the fucking Skywalkers and like the the numbered sequels that actually made sense. Mm. It's a spinoff that has nothing to do with fucking Skywalkers or whatever, and also it's it, there's no continuity to it. So it takes place in the same universe, it doesn't have tie-ins to the story, and it's somehow still coherent. The only tie-ins to the story are based on world building. Mm, so, so like deep nerd shit. Not even, it's just the Empire's no. in it. But not like the emperor. Well, yeah, that's yeah. just the same. Yeah, okay. So, so like, there is some deep cut nerd shit. Like IG fucking in IG units in the first episode. No one knows what that is. Mm. Um, but just a big Instagram unit robot. Oh, it's pretty good. Big, big <laughs> oh, IG, big good. IG robot. That's pretty good. Fuck, <laughs> that's a bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but no. The reason I like the show is that the first episode sets it up to be this plot line that you don't know where the fuck it's going. Uh, the Mandalorian finds a baby Yoda, not baby Yoda. We just, no one knows what Yoda is. So we all call him baby Yoda. He's, he's a little baby species Yoda. So it's not actually Yoda? No, it's not Yoda. It's I just honest, species. I mean, I don't know Star Wars at all, but I assumed Yoda was like just a one off. I didn't know there were more, more of we his kind. We didn't either. Oh. <laughs> we just assumed Yoda was Yoda. So how do you know this isn't Yoda? Because it takes place after Yoda has become one what if yoda is like gandalf and yoda just gets constantly reborn if this is how they're gonna bring that up for the first time it's gonna make me hate baby yoda Mm. and i can't hate baby yoda because as you know it's the only thing i care about right now that's i have not seen a single episode of this but the fact they've given me so many good baby yoda memes means i love this show some of the best baby yoda memes yes there's some good ones i've tweeted some good ones yep (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so the reason i like the show is it's going off and talking about adaptations um, it sets up this whole thing where I was expecting a big plot over five episodes. Nope. This show is about 
the Mandalorian seeing that baby Yoda, taking him back to the Empire to collect the bounty, and then going, I can't leave him. I love him. He's he's just a baby. I'm not going to let him experiment on He goes back, fucking Clint Eastwood's a bunch of Empire assholes, takes baby Yoda, and every episode has just been him going from place to place. Is that too big of a spoiler? I, it doesn't matter. Like, mm. this, it doesn't, it, I guarantee you if you get, like, when you get to the end of the second episode, you're like, oh, fuck. Because everyone expected this big plot-driven shit that was going to tie into everything, but it, it's not at all. Nice. It's just a dope fucking mission of the week. It's like a Star Wars version of Arrow if Arrow never got, like, awful. Also, uh, the, the budget's fucking insanely, like, through the roof. Yeah, I assume at this point right now, Disney's television shows are just going to get budgets that they can't keep up with, because they're just trying to drown everyone else out right now. Oh, dude, I don't care. I, oh, uh, without a doubt. But the next amazing. year of Disney Plus is going to be just absurdly high-budget television shows that don't need to be made, but we're so happy they are. I don't regret spending any money on Disney+. Plus. See, I got it for free, because I already was with the other giant conglomerate that needs to be broken up, Verizon. Oh, you yeah. hack. Yep. My daddy pays for One Monopoly. Wait, I get Monopoly. Ver- I get it for free. My dad has Verizon. Well, then you're paying for no reason. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's also only six bucks a month, which yeah. is pretty absurd. Yeah. So, moving on to the next show, I want to talk about Watchmen. I'm not going to spoil anything about Watchmen that is not spoiled in the 1985 graphic novel. Are you going to read that? What? The, the graphic no, novel. No. You're not going to read it? Good. Thank well, God. don't spoil the show, though. It doesn't spoil the, the show. Okay, okay. This show is weird as fuck. It is, like, super... Okay, so, it, it, fucking David Lindelof made The Leftovers, which is some super high-concept bullshit they got in, like, Christian mythology, mm-hmm. but never really dove deep into it. I love The Leftovers. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Watchmen is like a sequel to... Like, everyone wants a big superhero sequel where everything matters. It's not. It's fucking awesome. They fucking take Rorschach, who is this, like, really edgy douchebag character that nobody, like... I don't really like him that much. I think he's fucking pointless and boring. And they make him into a fucking symbol of, like, racist... Like, this racist right-wing, like, uh, movement in Mm. the U.S., has fucking has fucking used him as a symbol and it's pissed off everyone. If you go back and read the comic, it makes it make more sense. Mm-hmm. I think sequels and shit need to start doing this more. Would they need just, to just, just be like fuck just it in the same world but not caring? Yeah, like adapt not, yeah. A, adapt to current times. Watchmen in 85 is or maybe count 85, I can't remember at this point. It's one of the most liberal fucking things ever. Mm-hmm. And then in the show though, they like they live like Robert Redford has been president um for like 30 years. Because he fucking, like, he came off of Nixon, who served five terms. Yeah. Off of, in because in 1985, Mandius had staged this giant fucking, because uh, it's about the Cold War and the Russians. Mm-hmm. And so he staged this big alien threat that's fake that everyone thinks is real. So he used this propaganda to stop the Cold War because everyone joined forces against fucking interdimensional threats. Mm. And using that fear, Nixon got to stay in office for five fucking terms. So it's like Iraq... But, uh, aliens instead. Kinda. Nice. A little bit. But, yeah. And then, so, it, but eventually, you know, Nixon's super right-wing, uh, Robert Redford, the actor, becomes president. Mm-hmm. All, all fucking comes together. He's a super liberal president, and it brings, it brings up points where, like, uh, the cop in the first episode, he has a gun that is locked. They have, cops have to get approval to use their guns. Mm. So it's really just like this liberal, like, utopia and heavy fat quotation marks that is just like, they're still just huge fucking problems. Like, instead of, like, 
cops murdering innocent people now, like, cops are getting murdered. Because they just can't get their fucking gats out in time. Yeah. But it's just shit like that where I just, I want more TV like this. Like, when I I feel like because we keep adapting shit from the past and we just don't move anywhere with it. You just, it just gets redone. Like, all of the Disney, uh, new, real, real, quote unquote real, like the Lion King. Oh, yeah. That's just... It's just not even a thing, like, with sequels, even. like Yeah, they're, they're not even whack. making sequels, they're just re- yeah. redoing some things. But, there's great worlds already built. Use those worlds, just do something different in them. Yeah, the Watchmen, Watchmen has characters from the original comic. Mm-hmm. Pretty big characters from the original comic. But, it takes place 30 years later, and yeah. they're in realistic places. Mm-hmm. And they all do the characters justice, and Rorschach's dead, he never comes back. I'm glad he never comes back. But, he does come back with a symbol of the super right-wing cult. And I'm fucking with it. Mm. I honestly just wanted to harp on how much I like those two TV shows because they're just being different. They're not making boring shit. I like it. Well, on to another TV show that I just wanted to talk about because I like it. BoJack Horseman coming to a close. How's that going? I haven't seen it since like, like season five. So, what they, what they did, which I think is, like, for some reason this just stuck me because it's what Breaking Bad did. When they decided it was over, they were like, one more season, and then they split the season into two parts. Okay. And they released one, this, took a break, released the rest. BoJack Horseman, the first half of season six, season six part one, got released about a month and a half ago now, I think. It was pretty good. It was great. Uh, And then the next one's getting released very beginning of 2020. And then they're going to end it. Hopefully no spinoffs of any kind. Well, they're they're not, because Netflix is the one who ended it. What do you mean? They gave him time, but Netflix was like, the show's over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which sucks. I think that's bullshit. I think you should always let the producer do it. Oh, that's fair. But I I do feel like this might be a good time to end it. After season five, I don't see a good direction they could really take the show. Because without spoiling anything past, like, the end of season four, which if you're not there, I mean, you've had plenty of fucking time. I don't care. Um, Bojack is either going to learn his lesson and become good, which is a stupid ending and would never happen because he hasn't done it for the past four and it's going to be six years. Or he's not, and he's going to end up a piece of shit forever, which is what should happen and has happened and is going to continue to happen in the show if if I'm a betting man. But you can't keep that going for that much longer. Uh, for me personally, I think that Bojack needs to kill himself. Yeah, he's, it would I, be on par for Netflix. They have a lot of suicides in their TV shows. I do. I just like. I, I feel like I got to in the season four, and I just was started to wait for it to happen. I think they already kind of pushed it out too far for me. Where I was just like, he just sucks, dude. He's a fucking asshole, and like he get he has these beautiful points of clarity, which a lot of abusive assholes do. Yeah, and you know he's just like, oh, I need to change, and then he never changes. He keeps being an alcoholic, and at this point, I'm just like. Either something terrible happens to him, and he, or maybe he doesn't even need to kill himself. Just fuck off. Maybe he just needs to go and like I got nothing. Nah, he's, he's, I mean, he already did that. If in one season he just fucks off and leaves, and then he comes back. Does he? I thought yeah. no. I thought he fucked off and went and bothered the his like child. Yeah, yeah love. that's true. Yeah. He's an asshole, dude. He that's just fair. everything he does is fucking wrong, and I hate him. That I mean, you're supposed to. You're not supposed to be like, oh, I identify person. Well, I mean, parts of Bojack, of but, course, everyone can be like, yeah, I have some of these shitty qualities, but like, yeah, no one. You should not be rooting for the choices this man makes throughout the show. But I'm hitting it's like people point. that watch uh, Sons of Anarchy, and they're like, oh yeah, bro, Jax Teller, just the best. And you're like, 
yes, some things, but he's also well, yeah, fucking, fucking terrible yeah. person. No, Jax was a fucking scumbag. That's why everyone liked Jax in the end, though. Jax fuck spoilers for Sons of Anarchy ended in twenty thirteen. Fuck yeah. off. Jax fucking kills himself. Yeah. In a really good way too. Is like the grand the end. The last two of the seasons were fucking dog shit. But like <laughs> you know he he learned he's just, that's it. He he does what he fucking has to do. And he, he realizes he's never going to get out of Charming. He's never going to be better. I just think BoJack, at least where I stopped watching, it stopped becoming compelling to see this guy's road, the, the, the road to him killing himself. Yeah, that, I like, can see that. But I think, I think, have you not seen season five yet with the, where his, uh, he goes to a funeral? He gives a eulogy. It's a 30 minute episode that's just a eulogy. No. That episode is just the weirdest. The, the fact anybody approved them releasing that as a cartoon, is fucking wild. Because that's like a legitimately deep and sad and emotional episode to sit through. And you're just left like, that was a fucking cartoon horse, man. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is happening? So, I, I feel like they they are keeping it going, and it's good, and this is when to end it. I hope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get back into it. You've watched Better Call Saul. If you watch Watchmen, I'll get into fucking BoJack again. Mm. I'll give it another shot. Okay, I but like it. it. Just I get ready for uh, my better call Tals, better call Saul takes and uh, Ramsey's BoJack Horseman takes in the future. I feel like out. we're gonna be pretty. I feel like we're gonna be on the same team on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Stranger Things three is just a massive fluke. Uh, oh, Ramsey also is rewatching Stranger Things season three, and we will have. Yep, right. a response episode when he gives it another shot. We're probably not gonna do an entire episode. We're at least gonna have like a, a, a probably like a section of a variety formal of a formal apology from no. Ramsey when he discovers his weird uh, obsession with Russians. Let, let him ruin I, a season for himself, I th- dude. I've never been a back my back in the wall like this and said everyone everyone telling me wrong. I've I, I dude. Me being wrong about this hasn't even con- been considered to me. <laughs> I'm rewatching it because like, there has to be something there. There's some people that hard. haven't listened to that episode. I can't recommend it. It's not a good one, but goddamn, if you want to hear some of the worst opinions, you go they right all back just spill out of Jesse's mouth, and dude. you find that first variety hour we we did only Stranger Things. There was no variety. If you're brave, if you're brave, you will stand with me against Stranger Things three, unless I change my opinion <laughs> on it. <laughs> Then you'll be braver than him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what do we want to get into next? Um, let's see. Hit me with your pop culture right oh, now. Pop culture. We always save pop culture for last. I want to hit it at the start this time. Oh, um, honestly, it, mine's not like the like the most specific. I couldn't find an article on it. Mm-hmm. Black Friday is getting worse in more ways than one. We just talked about holidays last week. Did we talk about Black Friday that much? I guess not. I hate Black Friday a lot more than I used to, mm. and uh, the reason I'm starting to hate it even more, there are no good deals anymore. I oh, looked through yeah. Every, I couldn't find a shred of fucking good deals. And the thing is, I have a serious, I don't have a serious problem with money, but Jesse, Jesse's incredibly frugal, and I'm like, I'm not in the middle of like incredibly frugal and not frugal, but I'm like... I definitely lean toward fucking reckless. <laughs> and I couldn't find a single thing I wanted all Black Friday. Nothing good was on sale. Even it's, the video games were all shit that you get off of subscriptions. I think the the worst part is the like Best Buy has started doing it now, not just big big companies like Target and Walmart, but now they sell like Black Friday TVs and Black Friday stereos. So like if you look at the product numbers, they're they're not the same TV. 
you're buying a cheaper, shittier version. Like, even the good sales might not even be the sale you think it is. Yeah. That 75-inch TV that they're selling for $600 off on Black Friday, that's a different TV. That has cheaper components in it. It's more likely to break. Dude, my dad, my father, the man, I, I fucking love my daddy. I think he's a genius. He got fucking played by Best Buy Fool. <laughs> my mom bought my fucking bought the same TV as I did, and she was like, "Yeah, we got a great deal. It's fifty five inches. It was four hundred dollars." And I looked at my mom. and I was like, "What?" I was like, "I paid three hundred and fifty dollars in twenty seventeen." <laughs> and she looked at me. and She goes, "What?" And I went and talked to my dad. And he was like, "Oh no, it's HDR." I was like, "So is mine." <laughs> I was like, "It's the exact same TV." And every I fucking showed him the the receipt of what I bought it. And he was like, "Holy fuck." <laughs> I got played. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. You know the one that's the biggest cheat? It's gotten a little better now because 4K is a thing. Why was it that for the longest time, 32-inch 1080p TVs, they were 100 bucks. They went on sale for 100 bucks in like 2010, and they just stayed that way for like eight years. Oh, no, bro. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, fucking don't, I remember bro. I saved up like every little tiny amount I could in middle school and bought a $100 LG 32-inch TV during a Black Friday. So did I. And then... I got a I was, And then I went from middle school to freshman year of college and went out to buy a TV and was looking around and was like, that's a $100 32-inch LG TV yeah. sitting right there, 1080p. This is the same <laughs> fucking TV eight years later for the same price. Like, who the fuck is buying this? I will say one thing. I bought a Dynex TV, like, one Black Friday. I think I was in, like, maybe a freshman, maybe, fuck, in high school. Mm-hmm. Maybe in eighth grade. I went to HV, in, or not HV, it's a Best Buy, in cash, went and bought this Dynex, this off-brand. This guy was like, you should buy Samsung, you should buy an LG, like, blah, 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 And I was like, ha sorry, sir, this, this allowance money is going to get to... So this is nonsense, and I, I went and I took it home. Literally, almost ten fucking years later, dude, that TV's better than some 1080p TVs. If you're sell, if you're buying a TV for less than five hundred dollars, you don't need a name brand TV. No, you're just you're just throwing your. There's the difference between an LG, Samsung, or Sony 32 inch, and the Dynex. Or, I don't even know the other Panasonic, other shitty yeah. brand. There's no fucking difference, man. No. It's 32 inches. I You're even, not going to notice. Even that shitty $350, 55-inch 4K HDR TV, it's an off-brand. It's like a TCL or whatever. It's like a Chinese company. Dude, it's fucking sick. <laughs> like, for $350, I put, I, I, went, I, I put that shit on credit. And I bought it in college. All right, my mom fucking saw it. I thought it was the dumbest shit ever. I was moving to a new apartment. I was like, no, nah, new apartment, new me, baby. Fucking <laughs> wild. I love it. Okay, well, now that we've shown how nerdy we are with TV selections, uh, <laughs> let's move on. My pop culture. I was, I'm was i excited about this because the, the article came out today. It's something I've been interested in for a long time. They are, this is very sad, 2K is releasing Bioshock 4. <laughs> now, uh, heavy spoilers, this whole episode apparently, heavy spoilers. If you haven't played the Bioshock, it goes Bioshock 1, then 2K, they they did not hire the same studio and same writers, and they released Bioshock 2, which is just inane garbage and is a useless, no one needs that. And then they were like, oh, we fucked up heavy, and they hired the same studio, Irrational Games, back, and they made Bioshock Infinite, the third one. Absolute banger, takes the entire story, ties it in a little pretty knot, and is like, here you go. Because, I mean, that... Uh, Ken Levine, he's the writer. Yeah. He's 
that I mean he's it's weird that he writes video games because the way that those games are written is way deeper than most if not all video games I've ever played. And then now 2K did not learn from their mistakes. Uh, they have announced today that BioShock 4 is coming out and it's not by Rational Games. Here's the thing. This could still two, Okay, so two things. One, we get to go long on this one, Jesse. Do you know why? Because my random topic was this. Oh, wow. There we go. <laughs> uh, so I have a hard stance on this. People don't understand fucking narrative at all. And here's why. It does not matter what studio makes this game. There's not. It's Bioshock. There can't be any fuck. I highly doubt there's going to be any fucking microtransaction shit like that. I will tell you one thing. This game needs a fucking good writer. It, if it's not is, Ken Levine, it's not going to matter. And he, you, he's you not going to... I do. You don't know. It could be. You but they need a fucking, like, high-class fucking writer. It's, it's just uh, not going to happen without... You don't, you don't know, bro. It, uh, it, here's the thing. If, this, if they get someone who can fucking take the world he took... And just make it into something interesting, and I th- I think we're we're gonna be in good hands. Okay, here here's the problem with that with that analysis. Ken Levine made an entire world, an underwater world that's that's post apocalyptic and extremely capitalistic, and then shows how bad unfettered capitalism can become, and spreads that out over great with so many different uh, surprises and other crazy things that get thrown at you, and then it ends beautifully, and it was a great tied up game. Then they said, oh, we don't want Irrational Studios again. They took too long, blah, 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 blah. Ken Levine takes too long to write things, blah, blah, blah. We're hiring this in-house shit company. They, instead of doing anything like that, just took the same world that he had already built and randomly were like, by the way, now you're a side character from the first game. And it had made no sense. The story didn't fucking matter. You never cared. You just ran around shooting things, which isn't what a Bioshock game is. And then it... Flopped. They added a weird multiplayer that no one liked, and it was garbage. And then they were like, we fucked up. And then instead of Ken Levine coming back and, like you said, being a good writer and building off of this world, he came up with a completely new world taking place in the opposite area about unfettered communism and if you and socialism. If you get rid of capitalism, this is how fucked up the world can get. And racism and all these different things tie into it and an entire world. And I guarantee this new company, they're not going to find a guy that's going to be... There's not another place to build off of this. You don't fucking know that. No one... I bet I bet dude, if there was, Anne Ken Levine Rain, would be doing it. Dude, but after the fucking... After Bioshock 1, I doubt anyone was thinking like, the next game is going to take place in the sky and it's going to be about socialism. No one was thinking that. I guarantee you there's another fucking route to go down. I guarantee Ken Levine was thinking about that. No, I don't know if he was, dude. I gar- I bet maybe... God, we say guarantee 80,000 times. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I think... Like I don't car think, salesman. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't think Ken Levine needs to be attached to this for it to be decent. I'm... In my, look, here's the thing. If, if fucking Ken Levine was attached to it, there'd be a higher guarantee we'd be happy and fucking be like, oh, it's gonna be the fucking dopest shit ever. It doesn't matter, dude. Fuck it. Let it happen. Let it ride. It's not going to be as shitty as Bioshock 2. Oh, you're just wrong. A- anyways, on a happy note, Ken Levine, has st- he branched off, quit 2K, or in Irrational Games after they... So Irrational Games worked with 2K a lot. Irrational Games folded. And Ken Levine and 11 of his favorite people from that company have started their own company, and they're building a game right now they've been working on for a long time. So there's going to be a narrative-driven shooting game coming out eventually... 
written by Ken Levine that will have nothing to do with Bioshock. And then it, this same thing happened. Bungie, I don't want this shit. Bungie dude. made Halo games. Bungie made Halo games. They were consistent. They had. Mm-hmm. They all felt the same. They all felt good. Then uh, Microsoft and three. And Microsoft got greedy. Bungie said, "We don't want to make these games anymore. They're over. We completed our narrative arc. It's it's done. We can make more stuff for you. Would you like that?" And Microsoft said, "Fuck you. You don't own Halo." Made their own in-house studio, 343 Industries, mm-hmm. and then they fucked Halo games in the ass since that moment. And they've all been shitty. And meanwhile, the creators of Bungie went off and made Destiny and Destiny 2. Which are both, they try new things and they're good games. Can't no, look- no. Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 were utter dog shit when they first came out. Destiny 1 was not utter dog yes, shit Yes, it was. I, I played it when it first came out. I, it that was, was one of the games I bought new. Dude, it was not good. It was good. It was It was not fucking like... It was not like a Halo experience. Oh, yeah, but they weren't trying. That's what they were saying. They were done with Halo. I know, but I'm just saying it wasn't even comparable to fucking how Halo was. When Halo came out, it took the world by storm three fucking times. When Halo came out, it was backed by fucking Microsoft money. Wait, so you hate you hate Halo Reach? Yeah, that's a garbage game. It, it, Bungie made Halo Reach. It's but they were pushed to do it. I don't know, they, bro. It's... It wasn't the full team. It, it it's just not there. That's a there was a money grab, man. They were done. I just don't. I don't know, dude. I feel like you hold Halo to this standard that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I I don't. The standard is that the first three Halo games are all fucking bangers, undeniable. Yeah. Some of the best video games ever created. Yeah, I think, yeah, Halo 2 and 3. Halo 1 was revolutionary for its time, but when you go back and play them, like, I think Halo 3 is probably the best one. Halo 3 is still the best one, but Halo 1 and 2 were still insanely revolutionary games. But the thing is, like, whenever Microsoft. And it's so much fun to play now. I still play Combat Evolved. But I think, like, moving forward, that Microsoft. Halo 5 and. Halo 4 sucks, but Halo 5 is not unplayable because they made it different enough to where it was. I, I, I played Halo 5 and I was like. This is such a far cry from what Halo was originally that I actually like it. I just don't give a fuck. I feel like they kept trying to be Halo, and then it just got it got to a whole point where I was like, I, I don't care about this at all. But then they made it different enough where I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play this shit. But I think that just perpetuates, like, I mean, and we see this in movies and in everything else where it's just like, maybe Microsoft wouldn't have made as much money if... Halo Reach 4 and 5 and what maybe 6 weren't created. If they had just Bungie and Microsoft together had gone on and made a new franchise. Maybe they wouldn't have made as much, but I think the quality of the games and the names that are associated with them would have nothing bad to say. Halo could have ended with there's no 4. There's nothing you can say negative about it. It's but, similar. I hope that that's what BoJack Horseman. Back to what we were talking about. But Let it die these when, are it's, things, when it's when it's peaking. Don't are, don't don't force more just for the money. But these are different things, though. With a video game, the core is gameplay. With a fucking movie, the core is watching the movie, experiencing the story. No one's. I, I'm sorry, dude. You did not spend a bulk of your time playing Halo in the fucking story mode. You spent it in the multiplayer. That's fair. So it's like it's not about the narrative at this point, Master Chief. Make a mascot, whatever. Like whenever Master, Chief, whenever they made Halo Four and Five, I was not offended by the story. Whenever they made Halo Four, I was offended by the fucking shitty ass gameplay. When they made Halo Five, I was like, ah, I like it. It's it's okay. It's it's different, but it's 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 the only natural progression they could make were to stop being to not be Call of Duty. Call of Duty just stagnated and is the same thing every year. 
Now they made it. They made it closer to what it used to be. So I'm playing new Modern Warfare. But Modern Warfare is fucking just a shitty version of Modern Warfare Two. The only reason I like it is because it reminds me of being a kid and fucking like you know just blowing through it. I don't re- regret buying it, but it's the, there is a difference from Halo Three to Halo Five. When you play Halo Five, you're like, this does not remind me of playing Halo One through Three. But then why does it need? Why does that game need to be Halo Five? Why, if if the story doesn't matter and you're going into it for game for the for online gameplay, don't make them Halo games. They have not they, if if the tie-ins are just that the characters look like Spartans, then that's a shit fucking tie-in and no one cares. But they put no, that's not the thing. They're, they they take only the, re- it's from the blueprint of it. It's a blueprint where they make it into a fucking, and then they expand off of that. They try to do that with Destiny and turn it into an MMO, and that's why Destiny fucking did not do really well at first. They had to change Destiny a lot more to, to not just be Halo I mean, they MMO. were trying to make a new... They were trying to start a, the first shooter MMO. They they tried something new. And, I mean, it, it held up. It's still regarded as a good game. Is it different than the Halos? Yeah, but that's what Bungie wanted to do. Destiny's not, though. It's a fucking... It's just a loot shooter. But it was one of the... It, they didn't have loot shooters like that. That idea wasn't there. Yeah, I to have so. like they they invented or not invented, but they were on the first wave of a new genre, and that's what happens when you have good people working on a game that are get that get to do what they want. But it was dick, and it's it wasn't dick. It was dick, and it got better, but it was still dick it's, at first. I mean, that's that's that is definitely just your opinion. That is Destiny, not. What, it was widely regarded that Destiny One was a, was a disappointment until the fucking the first massive expansion of it. Then it kind of like rerouted, and we were like, okay, we fuck with this now. Same thing when Destiny 2 came out. Everyone fucking hated Destiny 2. I didn't like Destiny 2, so I can't defend that one. But what? Destiny 1 went over they well right Destiny when it 2. released. And Deuce, Destiny 2 is fucking awesome. The Halo games, they're coming to... What did we start this Bioshock? Back to Bioshock. I don't want to uh, yell about Halo. I could, go on, I could go on a full hour about Halo. You're wrong on this. Everything after Halo 3 is garbage. Microsoft garbage is different. You're the you're the same asshole who fucking sits on his little girl high horse going, mm, I fucking hate Star Wars one through whatever. I only like the originals that came out in the seventies. Mm. You don't have to. Fuck it. Games are still fun. There's not games you like anymore because they're different. They're not what you they're not what you wanted they're not exactly they're what not, you had in your kid. They're kid-y. not at all the same. It's a completely different studio. It's just and the gameplay is like almost completely different, but they took from the blueprint of what Halo, what made Halo great. When the Star Wars was being made, was it was it supposed to be a trilogy, and then end on that trilogy from the get go? Apparently not, because fucking George Lucas, the original creator, wanted to expand on it. Well, then the original creator wanted to expand on it. Bungie didn't want to, expand and it was past dog three. shit. Ugh. And they brought it back, and the new Star Wars stuff is okay. It's different. It's not the same, but it's okay. You just have, dude, you gotta, you gotta consider, you're just looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. I went through this whole thing with Star Wars. I thought I was so right. I thought the prequels were dog shit. I thought the only good movies were the original trilogy and fucking maybe seven. But I was wrong. These movies are good. They're just different. Mm. Not swinging me on the Halo one. Because you were Anyways, boy. Bioshock. Bioshock 4, gonna be trash. There's no hope for it. And when it's trash... It's too early to tell. written apology from you saying... You won't get it. Guess what I thought. But... Until I watch Stranger Things 3 again. It's gonna be fun and great to see just how bad it is. 
You're an old man. It'd be fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a champion of the people, the the young people, ready for new shit. You can't you can't just change writers and carry the world when the original writer doesn't want it to happen. Well, dude, and look, has tied it all up in a bow and it's over. Well, look, well, Alan Moore says that shit all the time, and Alan Moore's fucking wrong. He wrote Watchmen, the original, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And they made the new movie that I a lot of people really like, and it was and he hated it. Alan Moore fucking hate it, hates the new Watchmen series that everyone likes. Mm. Think some, but you know what's the you know what the thing is about the new Watchmen series? What? It's just different. Uh, it's just different. That's fair. This was actually really fun. You're very wrong. I hate you. I, I know, hate dude. You so much. I know you do. That's you what makes a show good, baby. You enjoyed Bioshock Two, and that's that's enough. To... No, 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 no. I did not enjoy Bioshock Two. I beat Bioshock Two. Mm-hmm. Vastly different things. I beat Walking Dead Survival Instinct. I did not <laughs> enjoy it. Okay, that's right. I beat Bioshock Two as well. I had to had to play it just to. Did you through. feel like I don't? Were you like you beat it? Did I was you... filled with visceral rage the entire God, time. Why would you keep going, man? I thought maybe it was gonna. At, at when I was playing Bioshock Two, I had not done my research and realized that the game had no connection to anything and was just complete utter dog shit. Yeah. And then once I finished it, I was like, "What the fuck? This, I there was nothing. Nothing happened. The gameplay wasn't even as fun." You uh, moved differently. No, the guns were way cooler. No. Because that first one, there are some roasted glasses, because I've gone back and played that one like three times, and playing it on the hardest difficulty, and my god, is there some fucking garbage areas, and you're always running out of ammo. Like, and I know that's part of the Bioshock thing, but my god, it's too much sometimes. It's fucking annoying. I'm trying to beat it, dude, again. Or, I don't know, I never beat it the first one. I'm trying to, I'm trying to just get through it. It's fucking difficult, dude. Two had massive gameplay improvements over the first one, but the story is absolute dog shit. And no one, no one, people didn't play Bioshock because they were like, "Man, I need another fucking shoot 'em up game like this." It never filled that slot. No, there's so many better games that if you just want to feel like a badass or you just want to challenge and you just want to go around and shoot things, there's way better games to play. All right, what's the next one? Music. Hmm. Wait, did you? Yeah, yeah. Hit me with your music first. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm about to get upset a little bit. So I don't know if you heard. I'm sure everyone has because you know Twitter is just blowing up. About uh, Juice World passed on. Uh, Juice World was one of the new new up and coming rappers. Um, I personally fucking like the kid a lot. I think. Uh, granted, uh, if you don't care about hip hop at all, like as a culture, like it just generally most of the fucking genre. You, you probably hate Juice World because you think that Wu-Tang and fucking Dr. Dre are the only good artists in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, Juice World, Juice World passed on. Um, it was obviously due to drugs. He had a seizure in the airport and uh, he died. He was only 21. Um, I heard, isn't he's like the third rapper recently to die at 21. Yep. And I saw people are talking about it. it's the new 27 Club. It's mm-hmm. just these pill-popping rappers. Yeah, um, that's the thing, dude. Like That's kind of what I wanted to get into. Drug use is just way too fucking normalized. Because um, you gotta think, like, back in the day, uh, most rappers were talking about smoking weed. You know, the pill popping was not a whole thing, and this is the new generation. Um, but the thing is, I think 21 said it best. He was talking, I can't remember, maybe his interview or some shit, but he was talking about how, like, oh, all the old heads in hip-hop talk about fucking, you know, how they were trapping, like, doing drugs all the time, and then fucking all these new kids, like, have massive drug issues, and they're acting surprised. They'd be like, that's not how you do it. That's not how we do it. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. You fucking set these kids up for failure. A ton of people did. 
Mm. And but the thing is, like the popular drug now isn't pot. It's fucking pills. It's pills. It's fucking lean. Ju- bro, Juice got fucking he. T- I can't even remember how many pills he fucking took. They see seventy pounds of marijuana off the fucking plane he had. <laughs> seventy pounds. That's what the article said. Jesus I was like, I was hands off. That's the thing, bro. Juice went out like X got shot. That was fucked up in its own way. Juice went out for this. X was doing a fuckload of drugs. Juice went out for this. Fucking little peep went down. Uh, tons of other fucking artists have died. Mac died. Yeah. Mac wasn't even in this class, bro, and Mac fucking went out. Much older. Yeah, he was yeah. He, he was in 27 Club. He, but the thing is, like, bro, back in the day... Was he 27? Uh, no, he was 26. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't in 27 Club. Um, back in the day, like, all these, like, rock stars and shit, like, they were popping pills and shit, too, but, like, for some, I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe they just weren't doing as much as we thought they were. Maybe they were just surviving. Fucking look at what Nixie, Nikki Six did. <laughs> but it's not fucking heroin anymore. It's, it's like, fucking, like, Xanax and, like... Lean and they're doing it way more. They're doing it all day. They cannot perform if they're not doing it. And like I don't understand, bro. I don't know what the culture. It, it, but it, it fucking pisses me off because this whole freshman class, we keep seeing these super fucking talented people. Say what you want about X. I think X is probably a fucking scumbag. I've said it before. I did. I as a person, I don't fuck with him. But he was a promising artist, and at the end there, it seemed like he was trying to get his shit together. But it, that's just the thing, though. These freshman classes, Pete, Pete went fucking down. Little Trace, hopefully he gets his shit together. Ski Mask and fucking Trippy Red were super close to uh, uh, to Juice World, so hopefully they fucking take this shit and stop rapping about fucking lean and drugs. And they're like, you know, maybe we need to get it together a little. We can still we can fake flex. <laughs> Jay Z himself said all the new rappers he ever worked with, oh, they're fake flex and they're crazy. Fake flex. We don't care, bro. If it sounds good, we fuck with it. Stop killing yourselves. Damn. We want to see you till forty. I'm sorry. It, it, it makes me mad, dude. I got a lot of feelings. Yeah, I, I would weigh in heavier if I knew any of the fucking names you were saying. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I heard a little peep. Uh, I, I hated his music. Uh, I've heard of X. It didn't really fuck with his music. Yeah. But uh, never heard of Juice World. I, yeah, I, was, I, I can weigh in on this. Uh, when, when these young dudes die that a bunch of other young people really like, holy fuck, just don't talk about it on the internet for like five days. <laughs> the amount of shit that I saw coming out of, like, uh, I mean, at this point, like, 18 to 25-year-olds' mouths on Twitter of either direction about this kid's death is just like, dude, just shut the fuck up for a minute, man. Like, yeah. think about it before you post it. Yeah. There is just some fucking, like, I don't know this kid specifically. I don't know if he, if, if he was fucked up or what he did, but you gotta understand that, that kid's got a family. Like... Some of the shit that gets posted on the internet, that's fucking there, man. You're going to fuck somebody up saying shit like that. Yeah. I, uh, people make a lot of jokes and shit on Twitter and, like, <laughs> and TikTok. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, dude. Are we, are we in the that. new wave of TikTok rappers yet? Surprisingly, no, but... It's on the way. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I don't want to lighten up. I, maybe I should lighten up the move, but I, I don't want to, like, discount what's been said about Juice, but I just, like... It is sad, dude, because, like, you hear some of these kids' shit, and you're just like, fuck. Like, they, they just... They, bro, he, like, he had a unique sound, too. People didn't sound like Juice World. He, he did, like, some mumbling, like, some actually, like... He had this weird, like, singing fucking cadence. Like, his cadence, whenever he was on the mic, was really fucking cool. It was a song Bandit. You won't mm-hmm. like it. But, I don't know, bro. There's something... There was something about... There's something about this whole new class where they're not afraid to get more creative. Mm-hmm. They're not so worried about sounding hard. They rap too much about drugs and shit, but, like... I don't know, dude. 
This the whole thing fucks me. It's the same thing that conversation we should have had in the '70s. The conversation we need to have about the entire music industry. Like yeah. we we need to figure something out, bro. Fucking Hendrix, Hendrix went down the same way. Fucking Cobain, Cobain killed himself. Like that was a whole different thing. But like it it, it, just, mean, it, it keeps the happening. Drugs tied like, into that story though. That, yeah, but it's like like this shit keeps happening. Like I'm telling you, bro. Like, like it's it, it's not these kids' fault at a point because it keeps happening. Yeah. There needs the music industry needs to be held liable. Whenever you're fucking twenty years old, and you're out on fucking tour, I don't care if you're legally an adult. Your manager, you need to fucking sign somebody who says your manager. So you would have someone watching over you, not fucking losing your shit trying to kill yourself. Yeah, it's also just weird in the music industry with these rappers and with older rock stars. Why is it these fucking downers? Like I, I just. I just don't, I can't, I can't comprehend what's leading them down that path. Like, I mean, the we culture, have a, dude. we have an absolute heroin and, uh, heroin epidemic throughout the entire U.S., but that's usually tied up in smaller towns where there's nothing to fucking do, and yeah. there's no, you're not gonna get a better job, and you're just stuck, and that, because at that point, it's just slow suicide. Yeah. But the fact that you've got Kurt Cobain, you've got so many different examples throughout the years of heroin use and other other oxycotton hydro xanax all of these downers and you're like i just don't it doesn't seem rocky it doesn't seem rock star it doesn't seem rock and roll it doesn't seem hard at all it just nah. seems fucking stupid i don't know bro i just think that uh it used to be heroin because that was in vogue all these drugs are in vogue bro all these drugs are pop in pop culture and it's just, it, it it blows my mind that, you know, I don't know what to do about it. It's not some policy you pass in the States, you know, that's not, what I, that's not even the angle I'm trying to go at. I'm just saying, like, we need to be more responsible for our people. Like, yeah. if, if you are in a music label, like, you know, accept what's going on. Like, have some resources for them. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, have people around. Like, fuck, dude, even these old heads, like, like fucking what 20, 21 said, mentor these fucking kids. Like, they respect you, bro. You came up before them. Mentor them. Fucking talk to them about shit. I, I hope 21 doesn't fucking rap about leaning shit anymore. Yeah. I hope a lot of older dudes take a fucking minute and, and are just like, wow, that's not good. I shouldn't be doing that shit. Or I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fucking rapper yet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. As everyone knows, I have very strong opinions about hip-hop and rap in general. Yeah, but this is one that I think that I, if anyone disagrees with me on, you're just out of your fucking mind, and it goes beyond rap. It goes into other music industries too. Yeah. Okay. So well, sad now. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, Drake got booed off stage. Oh, that shit was fucking awesome. Yep, that's my that's my music. Cause, oh, uh, really? Well, I was just thinking, what do, what do we like to do on this? We like to talk about uh, Kanye, Keanu. Justice League, of course. Uh, some Marvel stuff. Yeah. Just general nerd shit. And then, of course, we always like to remind the audience uh, that Drake's a pedophile. Drake is a pedophile. He texts with Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am sad that the Baby Yoda memes peaked at the Drake texted Drake cop texting Baby Yoda. Jesse texted me about this meme. Or no, we were in the living room and he told me about this meme. He was like, no, Baby Yoda's meme, memes peaked. And I immediately was skeptical. And then he showed me his meme and I fucking lost my mind. And I have not laughed that hard in a while. But yeah, uh, 
Keep going, going I, this. The only thing that disappoints me in Drake getting booed off stage at the Childish event thing. Tyler. Tyler, yeah. Uh, is that they were booing him just because his music sucked and they wanted Frank Ocean. Which, you know, <laughs> it, seems like a, it seems like an okay thing to do, but it would have been more fun if they were booing him off because he's a fucking pedophile and they didn't want to be sung to by a fucking pedophile. Here's what I'm saying. Por que con los dos? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... I don't think anyone in modern history, except Pusha T, well, here's the thing. No one in modern history has clowned Drake as much as I have. Pusha T just had the highest quality clowning. <laughs> I fucking, I can't stand this dude. The only, the most disappointing about all that, disappointing thing about all that is that Tyler bring him out in the first place. Yeah. Fuck Drake, bro. It's, Fuck Drake. Yeah. You don't get to, I mean, Tyler, Tyler does a lot of super woke and, under, understands people or tries to play that off and then this guy is obviously a fucking pedo undeniably you can say whatever the fuck you want people don't text 11 year olds no 30 year old men don't text 11 year olds no. I, I've got cousins little cousins they're 13 never fucking texted them they just live their fucking lives and I see them every once in a while this girl's uh, not related to him and he's a 30 year old man shit is fucking weird I don't know I just think it's like that's not even another thing too. Like he has, he is a history of grooming, it, and he literally has one for like, this for Tyler specifically for this situation. If an R. Kelly song comes on at a party, am I the guy that just goes R. Kelly's a pedo? No, I'm gonna sing along to the song, have fun, and hang out with my friends. If somebody came up to me and was like, "Do you want to go give R. Kelly money and see an R. Kelly concert?" I'd be like, "No." That's fucking weird. Yeah. That dude beats women and is a complete piece uh, of shit and a pedo. So if you play Drake at a, at a bar or at a, at a party, I don't fucking care, man. Go for it. Yeah. He's got some. He's got some songs that are fun at parties. You don't. Mm. No one wants to see this man live. No. No. Like no normal person does. I don't, what are the? Is there are there Drake songs that, that Tyler are on? Tyler's on. I don't understand. I mean, you'd know more than I do. I, I, I like Tyler. Tyler and Child is probably my two favorite rappers. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. You were a stereotype walking. Oh, no He's kidding. He's wearing Sperry's right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. No, bro, like, I don't understand. Like, what, like, Tyler, especially what he's doing now, he's, like, he's making really weird, like, out there music. Really good, but really weird out there shit. And, like, I just, but, like, I didn't listen to, like, what the set list Tyler was playing. But, like, why the fuck was Drake there? What also, did he have to there offer? Was, They're there... like polar opposites, dude. Drake's a fucking hack. He's a poppy little bitch. He sucks ass. And then Tyler's like trying to high concept, like weird shit. Where's the overlap there, bro? Igor, Igor, and fucking whatever Scorpion don't overlap, bro. One's good, one's dog the, shit. Uh, the the longer video of him getting booed, it it was more than just like Drake came out and everyone was just like fuck Drake. It was that. Uh, there was supposed to be this big headliner that no one knew about, and then Drake comes out, and he plays like three songs, and he says like, this is my last song, and then he plays a fourth song, and he goes, this is my last song, and he does that like three times, and everyone thinks Drake's gonna get off stage, and Frank Ocean's gonna come up, and then Drake just keeps being like, last song, and then at one point he's just like, do you want me to play another one? And so I just goes, fuck no. Yeah. And he leaves, and then they find out he, he was the fucking headliner, and they're yeah. like, well... No one fucking told us. Like well, no. that, that, that that's not headliner excitement, Tyler, man. Bro, bro, you don't and also you don't get to go on Twitter and fucking bitch, bro. Don't <laughs> say like dude, the audience was mad disrespectful, man. I'm like, bro, you brought out fucking Drake. 
Your your audience is not overlap. That's like going to no. Nah, it's not like going to a push a concert. It's like going to a Brockhampton concert and bringing out Drake. Grant as a stereotype, making fun of white kids who cut their pants. But like, <laughs> Jesus, bro, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Like fucking, I, I just I can't fuck with it, dude. It doesn't make any sense to me. Also, it was disappointing to see some other like artists defend Drake. Like JID is one of like my favorite up and coming uh, rappers right now. Like, me and my brother fucking loved J.I.D. They were the first artists, like, we found independently and then talked about for a long time. And, like, he was like, well, since when did y'all start hating Drake? And I was like, bro, since the past fucking, like, three years. Like, yeah. since Drake got fucking whack and then we found out he might be a giant pedophile. Like, I also do think it's, like, I mean, it, even if we're willing, to, <laughs> if we're for this exact moment willing to look past the pedophile shit... The, the whole thing where they're like, you know how fucking rude it is to, to boo somebody on stage? It's like, I agree, man. Booing people's fucked up. Not when they're fucking super mega famous stars. No. Like, Drake is not going home crying and you fucking destroyed his career over this. Like, yeah. if you are that big and you fuck up, you're going to get booed. Like, and yeah. no one should feel bad for you. If they booed like J.I.D. because he's smaller, he just started If Tyler brought a small guy up there and it, he wasn't the headliner, he, he went over by a couple songs and people were getting antsy for the for the big leagues yeah. and started booing him, fuck those guys. But also, Drake, you're, uh, Tyler fucking set, him up for, set himself up for failure. Drake, why? Why, yeah. not, why have Drake as the main light? Like, people were expecting Frank. A lot of people were expecting Frank. And he never came out. Like, that, dude, that's not how you fucking angle your festivals. Like, at fucking uh, Astro World, I was bitterly disappointed I missed it. Travis brought out fucking Kanye, dude. That <laughs> shit was dope. And also, Kanye and Travis's audiences fucking overlap. I, I, I just I can't I can't get behind Tyler's defense on it. Like, there's there's nothing, dude. I don't care how you feel about Drake. Uh, I it's it just doesn't make fucking sense. Yep. It's dog shit. Fuck that. Tyler, I love you, bro. You're super talented. Don't bring out fucking Drake ever again. <laughs> I don't think he will. I assume he's uh, learned his lesson on that one, oh, man. No matter how much he defends him on the internet, he's not going to do it no. again. It hurts his image more than anything else. Nah, bro. Drake just needs to stop making music, dude. I can remotely get with the boy if he came out with an album that was solid. I mean, he's still a pedophile, but like, I, I, I could understand people wanting to hear his shit. I, it's just dog shit, though. There's yeah. no good shit. Wow, that was upsetting. Hit me with your random. You, am I done yelling? Yeah. <laughs> now that we've now that we've hit now that we've hit the big high topic of heroin and pedophilia, let's <laughs> let's lighten it up, maybe. Let's lighten it up. I think Ramsey. Bioshock might have been my random. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Okay. Oh yeah, it was. Can I go right into <laughs> yeah, my random? You do your random. I guess we can go deeper on that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, national the NHS, which is like uh, the health overarching health organization national health society yeah of but of the UK oh it's the UK well they have given complete free use of all health data that they have to amazon for free that's not random that's terrifying oh yeah just completely for free they why um, is it available to the public because of this fucking idiotic idea that they have that somehow giving all of this data to Amazon will allow people to ask their Alexa medical questions and receive better answers than when they Google things and it always tells you you have cancer every time. You ever had a sore throat and Googled sore throats possible? and then it, Jesus, man. But 
the the problem there is that they're trusting Amazon with all of this data. And that's insane. That's not that. That's there's no insane. way they, they they. I mean, the reason they gave is bullshit. Yeah. There must have been man. I wonder how fucking fat their pockets are now. And the other thing is that Amazon can now use that to, uh, well, he, he, here's 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 the easy obvious problem with this, and then the one that's what is actually a huge issue. First problem is, um. That Amazon can now use this and be like, oh, we know this guy has diabetes. Let's show him ads for diabetes-related things. Just, oh my god, we already have ads targeted us. We don't need it targeted. I don't need inhaler ads every fucking day because I have asthma. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. That's between me and my no doctor. No more gonorrhea ads. Yeah, no, more, enough. no more gonorrhea <laughs> ads. I'll get it fixed when I want to. <laughs> my, um, my leaky dongers <laughs> bothered me enough. Um, the bigger issue is that at this point in time, a gigabyte of data on an, on an individual's worth more than anything else. That, yeah. that's where everybody's money is coming from. That's because then you sell not just Amazon targeting ads, but everybody else can target and they need to know that. And if, if anybody thinks that Amazon isn't going to find a way to cash in on that, you're a fucking idiot. No. You're a boot looking idiot. Yeah. You want to suck Jeff Bezos' dick because your dad was rich and you just haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> um, Ted, dude, I, I honestly don't even have a lot for this except that it's just, it's a symptom of a bigger problem that's never going to get solved. Greed is going to consistently fucking infect. If, it's not even about the American people. This is fucking Britain, dude. Yeah. It's just gonna I think cons- the difference gonna is keep being happening. that nowadays with a company that's worth almost a trillion dollars and is spread across the entire globe, uh, when you're talking that size and that we haven't broken it up, that greed doesn't negatively impact people the way it used to. You used, you could get fucked over on a TV and get a bad price on Black Friday. That's greedy. Oh, yeah, but, no, it's starting to get to, like, supervillain levels. but And not even super dystopian levels. I mean, yeah. wait, at this point, if... I, I'm willing to say if Amazon has uh, the medical records of every human on Earth... How did how are they not more powerful than the U.S. government at that yeah. point? This is what I was about to say. Jeff Bezos is only missing a private army. Yeah, and you know what? The amount of money he has, maybe he doesn't need a private yeah. army. Maybe Fucking he just needs the U.S. army. Could with ease. There's there's a video clip. I, I don't want to get into this one because some people want to defend him, but fuck all billionaires. There's a video of Bill Gates talking about why he doesn't run for uh, president or anything else, and he just brings up. He's like, well, then I'd have term limits. And I'd have to listen to what other people say, and I couldn't enact what I want. And Bill Gates can literally just go around and do anything he wants, and he doesn't want office. He gets more done. He doesn't want limitations. He doesn't want limitations. He gets more done in in his state with education, starting charter schools like a fuck ass, and other horrible things, or and some great things. Let's not deny it. The man fucking cured malaria. Like he's a great guy building future toilets that could help is people. Is he a great but guy or is he just investing in, in his own reputation? He's invest. I think, I think without a doubt that Bill Gates wants to make the world better. And he's spending his money in any way he can that he thinks he makes the world better. So did Dr. This, Doom, this dude. Is, he's a creepy fucking and, psycho. Okay, but he's, and he's not that creepy and psycho. He, most of the things that he wants to do are good ideas. This is the problem. That's what we have taxes for. That's what we vote for is that we all come together 
even the poorest person and the rich person, and they go, this is what would make the world better. And we vote on that, and we make it happen. If you just let some people decide things for everyone else, it's not going to go well. It's just not. Because if he gets one bad idea, there's nothing to stop him. We have no way to stop his bad idea. Back in the day, we used to just have dictators who took power through violence. Now we have dictators who take power through fucking cash, dude. And that's way scarier. That's and way it, scarier. I think the scariest part for me is, um, and I mean, you could see it in 2016, you can see it now with Steyer in the Democratic nominee. Mm-hmm. He jumped in late, spent more money than anyone else on advertising, and somehow he has 4% in the polls. Now, you could take the super dim approach and say... It's because all polls are rigged, and it's it's all bullshit. I don't know if you're right or wrong. I hope you're not wrong, because then we're all fucked, and none of it matters anyways. Or, it just shows that if you spend $350 million in Iowa on ads, you can get 4% of people to, to vote for you. No matter, no matter, none of them Google. You, they see that ad, they vote for you. And that, that continues. Bloomberg, every all of these billionaires can just sway public opinion. And that's when you're talking about giant presidential campaigns. Imagine how much Bill Gates can go into a small town and get everything that he wants in that town done exactly as he wants. If you spend $3 million on advertisements in a small town in Iowa, you could get anything you want done there. And then spread that out, spread that out. And if you're a billionaire, that's, that's literally like throwing loose change that fell out of your pocket on the bus it's it's not even thinking about money and he's changing cities with it how do we stop it dude we french revolution we eat the rich we burn them down civil disobedience look at hong kong that's really how you do it hong kong's going crazy hope i mean with their government, it's very likely that it ends in a brutal and horrible way and they lose their rights anyways, but yeah. you got to think to a certain extent if we got as bad as they had it, I mean, I hope that I have the balls to do what they're doing and not just be like, well, yeah. <laughs> I like the man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I just uh, have been getting a lot of fuck 12 arguments lately and I just started realizing that um, people... A lot of people are just maybe it's because in their in their mind subconsciously that's easier for them. People will just suck the dick of anyone in power, as as long as they're people who like get off on having power. And it's just really fucking concerning. You know, I I don't know. It's, it's also funny people talk about you be loyal to your country, loyal to your president. I'm just like, yeah, I'm totally a fucking Democrat. <laughs> like, just fuck off. But he stays loyal to our country. Which, uh, you give me your politics, and I'll give you my politics. It's well, on the same same idea. We, uh, How much time we got? Minute 30. Oh, God. <laughs> we okay, would, we bang it off. out. Uh, this one's going to go over by a little bit. Okay. Hitting um, yours in five minutes and mine in five minutes. So mine is actually funny because it kind of harkens back to the idea of um, Watchmen. Um, and this is it's a small thing, but I think it's something that we need to address. Uh, Trump jokes he won't leave presidency presidency after eight years. He's not joking. Oh, not at it's all. It's stupid to say he is joking. Next, in the Watchmen comic, Nixon fucking did it because <laughs> there's a big scary alien squid. Uh, Trump just needs to find another. I guarantee, if Trump wasn't uh, the bumbling fucking idiot he is, um, I bet you he probably could have stayed in power. He probably could, if he was a bit craftier, he probably could have done the shitty things he's doing and uh, not lost all faith uh, from his base. 
it's, he, he hasn't lost his base faith. That's the problem. He's just a solid 30% of the country that will never deny anything Trump does. That's true, but <laughs> there was, there's, there's definitely more people that's uh, it, before him. That ties into mine, so we can get them both done. Good. Uh, tomorrow, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the House are releasing the articles of impeachment, and then the vote will surely happen before Christmas. And Donald Trump, I mean, at this point, nobody in their right mind doesn't think he's getting impeached. He's going to be impeached. Yeah. Will he be removed from office? Probably not, because Mitch McConnell is a sleeving, sniveling piece of shit, fucking dirty ape of a man. So, no. But it is, he will be the third president in U.S. history to be impeached. And I think that that's a fucking win. I think anybody that's saying, oh, but... Won't him not being removed from office make it so that people think he didn't actually do anything wrong? If it does, it fucking does, man, but you had to do what was right. Like If it does, there was never a shot in that even if he was removed from office. Yeah. These people would just say, well, the Democrats worked against him. Because I guarantee that's the argument I'm going to have next Thanksgiving with my grandparents. <laughs> well, no matter what your grandparents say, the unprovoked by the Democrats, Donald Trump pressured the Ukrainian president to investigate his political rival in the 2020 elections. Basically the same thing that the Mueller report says that he may have been involved with in 2016. And then on top of that, he didn't just ask them to do it, he then refused to have a White House meeting with them until that happened, and he denied them uh, military assistance until that happened, which in the Ukraine means that Russia takes over everything. This man was literally playing with lives in order to get Hunter Biden, or Hunter Biden investigated. Just fucking scary as hell and insane. And pretty much the, the only defense to this has just been moving the goalposts and saying, well, it wasn't actually bribery because he didn't say it's a bribe, or getting mad that they're using the term bribery or quid pro quo instead of just saying the dude fucking definitely abused his power for personal gain. 2019 has taught me that humans are a bit dumber than I thought and that comic book villains aren't that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Christ. definitely... It's becoming easier to be a comic book villain. Yeah. It's becoming socially acceptable. Yeah. Which, Except uh, some of those guys have good points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of 2019 being a, a hard and scary year, next week uh, we're doing an In the Lab that's 2010 through 2019. We're doing the 2010s and our teens. God damn, baby. So this will be scary, scary political things. This will be anything that we think will be memorable in 50 years, about the last decade. But it's not just worldwide and national politics. It'll also be a deep dive into me and Ramsey, how we met, uh, what our teens were like, all that stuff. (laughs) So What the people want to hear. Yeah, we're going from uh, 13 to 23. And uh, me and Jesse didn't know each other until we were twenty. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of. Uh, um, I'm excited for this one. I think I think y'all will actually care about the gross, annoying romance between me and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Luckily, we don't film the podcast in a bedroom. No, no. You wouldn't be interested we in that. Na- we now just record it in a dirty shed. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next yeah. week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>